0: So turn with me to John chapter 14. Today I'm I'm laying the groundwork for this entire series, uh, Times of Refreshing, okay? John chapter 14, and we're going to read verses 12 through 18. John chapter 14, 12 through 18. These are familiar scripture to you probably. We've all heard this before. Uh, We've all read this we're going to focus mostly starting in verse 15 through 18, but, uh, but we're going to read the first part before that. All right. John chapter 14, verse 12, it says this, I assure you, the one who believes in me will also do the works I do. All right. Let me stop right there. You believe in God, you will be able to do the same things that Jesus did. Come on now. Hallelujah. Isn't that awesome? That's powerful that he allows you that ability. All right. And, and he meaning you, okay, not not Jesus, not God, not the Holy Spirit, but you and you, it's talking about you here, will do even greater works than these. Everybody say greater. greater. Greater works than these because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, he says, I will do it. Say, he will do it. Look at verse 15. If you love me, you keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. Not sometime, not for a little while, but he is with you forever. Come on, somebody. He is the spirit of truth. The world is unable to receive him because it doesn't see him or know him. But you do know him because he remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you. Oh, as orphans, I am coming to you. Hallelujah. If you're taking notes this morning, the title of today's message is The Greatest Upgrade. The Greatest Upgrade. How many of you like upgrades? Woo! Come on now. How many of you, if you got to the airport right now and you were getting on your airplane and they said, ma'am, sir, would you like to be upgraded to first class? How many of you would say, yes, I would? Not a soul in this place would say no. Why? Because we love us some upgrades. Hallelujah. All right. Father, we receive this word today. We thank you for it, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for your precious Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father God, for moving powerfully this morning. We receive your word in Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, today I'm thankful that I'm saved. How many of you are thankful that you're saved? Come on, I said, how many you are thankful that you're saved? Hallelujah. I'm not just thankful that I'm saved, but I'm thankful that I'm fully Pentecostal. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Come on now. I'm full of the Holy Spirit. You know, I'm not just saved and just living the Christian life and just, you know, going to church and doing this and doing that. But I've got the power of the Holy Ghost inside of me. Come on. And that makes me shout and that gets me excited today. Hallelujah. And it should you too. Amen. And so as a pastor, um, if I don't take the opportunity to talk about the importance of the Holy Spirit. Um, uh, you know, several times at least throughout the year, uh, then I would be the wrong guy for this job, right? And it's important that, uh, that we talk about the Holy Spirit, okay? You may say, well, I've heard enough about the Holy Spirit. I know all about the Holy Spirit. You've preached a lot already about the Holy Spirit. I've heard you preach a million times about the Holy Ghost. What is there more to know? Well, how many of you know that we don't know nothing yet? Okay, we don't even know a thing, all right? And I will preach the Holy Ghost until the day I die. Amen, come on. And if there's anything I want to be known for, I want to be known for as a Holy Ghost preacher. Come on, amen, hallelujah. And so listen, we need the power of the Holy Ghost, amen. We need the power of the Holy Spirit, and, and we need the supernatural gifts that come with it. Yes, we do. And we need the fruit of the Spirit, hallelujah, today more than ever. Why? Because so many people don't have peace. So many people don't have love. So many people don't have joy, gentleness, patience, all of the things. Those are all fruit of His Spirit. Amen? And so if people are lacking those things, and if we see a lack of those things in our society and culture, well, it's because there's a lack of the Holy Ghost. And we got to get people filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit these days. Amen? And it's so important. All right? Now, when we're talking about upgrades, we're talking about the upgrade, the greatest upgrade. Now, if you own any kind of device, a cell phone, a computer, a tablet, heck, a TV. All right? Or even your car. Shoot. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Whatever it may be. All of those things every once in a while will require updates or upgrades, right? Or, or renewals or whatever words you want to use, right? Uh, in other words, every once in a while, devices need to be upgraded. They need to be upgraded to the next operating system. They need to be upgraded to this, op- upgraded to that, you know? I mean, you can you can turn on this TV. We bought this TV. Uh, I think it was, uh, Robert, was it you or somebody? I, I don't remember. We, we were up here. We turned on this TV, got it up here for the first time, and it, and it was doing a, a, an upgrade, a download, okay? And then that got done, and it said it needed to do another one, and then it needed to do another one, right? And it got done with all of these, and we got here on Sunday. I turned it on, and guess what? It said it needed to do another one, all right? Technology is always needing to be upgraded, all right? And it always has updates that are constantly coming out, right? And it's always been that way with God. All throughout the Word of God, we see where He offers an upgrade. He says, this is the way it's been, this is how I've done things, but now this is the way it's going to be, all right? And He's going to upgrade us. Now, God has always been the same, He's always been the same. He doesn't change. Nothing about God changes, okay? But God has always sent words in times of refreshing, right? He's sent words in times of upgrades and fresh revelation and insight into things, amen? And we just talked for, for the last couple of weeks about the glory. We just talked about the glory of the Lord. And if you remember, we talked about the fact that the glory would dwell in the tabernacle, okay? And it was upon the ark of the the covenant, right? But then we got an upgrade. Come on, everybody say upgrade. upgrade. All right? We got an upgrade, all right? In the Old Testament, the glory of God was in a location and upon a specific thing, right? And then we move into the New Testament, into the New Covenant, right? The Lord is, 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 is Jesus is crucified. He's going, he's going to be with His Father. And He says, I'm leaving you the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the Counselor, right? He says, my Spirit is going to be on you and in you. Well, wait a second. Just several years before the Holy Spirit, the power of the presence of God and the glory was on an object. Was in a specific location. And now there's an upgrade that's available. He says, I'm going to be with my Father, but I'm not just going to leave you, I'm going to upgrade you. Woo! Hallelujah. Come on, how many are grateful for that this morning? That we don't have to go into a tabernacle to find the, the Holy Ghost. Come on now. He says, Now I've upgraded you, and now you got the Holy Ghost. Woo! Amen. And so we get to have them. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we got the upgrade. Now the cross and the blood and the lamb changed everything. Right? It changed everything. But how God decided to pour out his spirit shifted and changed. God didn't change, but how he decided to do things changed. Right? How many of you are grateful this morning that we don't have to do rituals? (laughs) Wow. We don't have to offer up a dead animal Woo, just to have an encounter with the glory of God. Thank you, Lord. My, my Lord. Well, we don't have to do any kind of that kind of stuff. We don't have to go to a certain to a certain place to experience His power, but we can have the power of the Holy Ghost anytime and anywhere. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. And and how many of you believe that that America needs to be renewed and revived, and America needs an upgrade? Come on now. Uh, how many of you believe that the church needs to be spiritually renewed and revived and the church needs an upgrade? Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and let me say this today. When you get spiritually renewed, when you get spiritually revived, uh, you automatically go to the next level. It's like, hello, Upgrade right? (laughs) You automatically go to the next level. Anytime the Holy Spirit comes upon you and does a work and you get revived, hallelujah, you go through times of refreshing, amen, you're taken to the next level, amen? But let me tell you, we are foolish to think we cannot do this without the Holy Ghost. We're very foolish. We're very foolish to believe that we can even have a church service without the power of the Holy Spirit, Let's make it personal. We're very foolish to think that we can make it through the day without the Holy Spirit. We'd be be, be very foolish to think that. We'd be very foolish to think that we can make it through a big decision or a big transition or a big change in our lives without the Holy Spirit. Right? We need the power of the Holy Ghost in all ways and in all areas of our life. Right? Now, if you study the Bible... Jesus did not allow his disciples to minister until what? They received the Holy Spirit. Which is interesting to me because the disciples followed Jesus. Everywhere he went, they went. They, They were witnesses to all of the things, they were a testament to all of the things that God did, right, upon the earth. Right? They were right there with Jesus and everything. They saw all of it. They were right there with them. But he says, You cannot minister to a soul until you get the Holy Ghost. So, if it was stressed in that level and the importance for the disciples, if Peter, if Paul, if John, if all of them who had been right there with Jesus and had more experience than what it, some of us can even count, come on and Jesus still told them, wait, there's more, there's an upgrade, well, then that needs to be the same way we see the Holy Spirit as well. I can't do anything unless I have the Holy Ghost, right? And that's how we got to be, amen? Hallelujah. And, and, you know, I am, I am completely, and, and I know I speak for Melissa as, as well, I speak for us together, but we are completely uninterested in a dead church. You should have said amen a lot louder than that. We are completely uninterested in a dead church, in a robotic church, okay? A church that has no power. We're not interested. I don't want nothing to do with that. Why? Because when we're powerless, you're always defeated. My God. And people walk around all day every day with their heads slumped over, living a defeated life because they don't have the power of the Holy Ghost. And we got people trickling into churches every single weekend with their head down, walking out with their head down because there was no power there. So we've got to be a church with power. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And it comes with a cost, of course. Just like our electricity here. you got to pay to have it. Okay? You got to pay. You don't pay the bill, they turn it off, and they ain't even here to turn it off. They just turn it off. But when you pay the bill, the lights are on. Right? And everything works. Come on now. And it's the same way with the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen? And we get power, as the Bible says, from on high. Amen? So how many of you... By a show of hands this morning, and a shout in your voice, how many of you are ready to be upgraded and go higher today? Amen. Come on. Are you ready to be upgraded and go higher today? Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to be upgraded today. Come on. Say this with me. Say, I am ready ready. to be upgraded. upgraded. I'm not going to be the same. I'm going to another level. God, God. Take, me take me higher in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Now, if you just prayed that and you believe that and you've got listening ears this morning and then your spirit is open and willing to receive, I believe that you are going to get upgraded and go to a whole nother level today. Come on, somebody shout Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Okay. If you're taking notes this morning, there's three upgrades that the Holy Spirit provides. Now, I'm sure I could probably list 20 upgrades, but there's three things specifically that I believe uh, that the Holy Spirit upgrades us in these ways. Now, normally speaking, I do my message throughout the week. I've been doing them really early the past couple weeks, but but I just it was different this week. And last night at one o'clock in the morning, or this morning at one o'clock in the morning, I was still sitting at the kitchen table writing all this stuff down. Hallelujah. So I'm telling you, it is about as fresh of a word as fresh gets, okay? And uh, I closed my eyes, and the next thing I know, Melissa said, get up. It's time for church, okay? And, uh, and you know, I went to bed with the Holy Ghost, all right? <laughs> and so Um, This is a fresh word, and I'm excited. And I hope you can tell I'm excited because we should be excited about the Holy Spirit. Amen? All right, so three upgrades that the Holy Spirit provides. Number one is this. Put it on the screen there for us. Okay? Upgraded from with you to inside of you. You get upgraded from with you to inside of you. We read the scripture in John chapter 14. At the, towards the end of the verse there, uh, all the way down in verse 17, it said, he remains with you and will be in you. Now, everything that we've read up to this point was all about him being with you. But now he says, I'm leaving the comforter and the counselor. He's not going to just be with you, but you're going to be upgraded from with you to inside of you. Come on now. Hallelujah. Jesus went to be with the Father, and he sent, uh, it was it, it John, John 14, what we read earlier, John 14. And so he, he, Jesus went to the Father, and he sent the Holy Spirit, who is not bound by space or time. Come on, did you know that? The Holy Spirit is not bound to space or time, and guess what? The Holy Spirit has no limitations attached to him. That's what he Zero. Zero. There's no limitations attached to the Holy Spirit. Amen? But it's it's so amazing to me that the Holy Spirit was sent to be with us, but also sent to be inside of us. Now that right there, if that's not an upgrade, I don't know what is. That the Holy Spirit can be with us, around us, surrounding us, but then he goes a whole nother level and says, I'm not going to just surround you with the Holy Ghost, but I'm going to put the Holy Ghost right inside of you. Hallelujah. Amen. That's an upgrade. That means that, that means everything that he is gets inside of you. Everything that he is gets inside of you. The fullness, think of it this way, the fullness of Almighty God is inside of your belly. Woo-hoo. Now, that should get you revved up right there. You know, that that that's a, you know, you know, that right there is like, you know, racers Rev up your engine. You know, right there, that that what ignites something in you right there that, that God would willingly uh, allow the fullness of all that He is to be implanted inside of you. Hallelujah. So when you begin to flow in the power of the Holy Ghost, God gets inside of you and He begins to flow all through you. Hallelujah. Amen? So for somebody, for a believer to say, well, I don't want the Holy Ghost, you're missing the fullness of God. Amen. You're missing the fullness of who He is. My Lord. So listen, the day you got saved, because a lot of people say, a lot of people believe this the lie, really, it's deception, but, you know, that, that when you got saved, you got the Holy Ghost. Okay? That's not how this thing works. Okay? The Bible says that when you, when you got saved, you were given a measure of the Spirit, okay? So there was a measure of the Spirit of God that was given to you, that was, that was put upon you, okay? Now, when you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, all right, you don't just get a measure, but you are then filled with the Holy Ghost, and you're filled to overflowing, amen? And so this is why the baptism in the Spirit is so important, and this is why it's so important for us as believers, important for us as a church, because we, we have got to get baptized in the Spirit so we can operate in all of that fullness that we were talking about, okay? And that way we can be completely filled with the Spirit. I don't want just a measure of the Spirit. I want all of the Spirit. Come on, somebody. Amen? Come on, somebody say, I want it all. Amen. I don't know about you, but I don't want a half a cup of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I don't want a half a cup of nothing, okay? If I go to the coffee shop, say it's Starbucks or whatever, and I pay the, the dang six bucks or however much it is these days to, to, get a, to get a coffee, and I order a certain size and they give me half of that, you better believe I'm going to say something. Because if I paid for all of it, I want to drink all of it. Come on. And if, and if you've been given all of the Holy Ghost available to you, you better want a drink of all of it today. Hallelujah. Come on now. Amen. So I don't want a half a cup of the Holy Ghost. And I want everything that the Lord has for us. Amen. I want all of it. Amen. And how many of you, uh, uh, you, you want to get the Alpha and the Omega up inside of you? Amen. Come on. How many of you want the beginning and the end all up inside of you? Hallelujah. Come on. How many of you want the the bright and morning star all up inside of you? How many of you want the lily of the valleys all inside of you? Hallelujah. Come on. Woo. So you want to know where the upgrade is? Watch this. In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit came on men. But after the God-inspired upgrade at Pentecost, he now lives in men. He used to just come and be on man, but now he's in man. He came on David, and David danced. He came on Samson. A drop here, a drop there. All throughout the Old Testament, where he would come upon a person. But in the New Testament, hallelujah, come on, and after the day of Pentecost, He pours His Spirit, the Bible says, upon all flesh. Woo! All flesh. So He pours His Spirit upon us. We walk through this process called the baptism in the Holy Ghost. Okay? And then all of a sudden, we are filled with His Spirit inside of us. Amen? Amen. And that thing just begins to boil up and it just bubbles up and then all of a sudden it just sub it just comes out, right? Amen. Praise the Lord. And so there was an upgrade that the Holy Spirit provided. He no God no longer just visits man and says, "Okay, here is a here is a little bit of me upon you." Now he says, "I have given you all of me." All Amen. You know. Hallelujah. So that is the upgrade right there, upgrade number one. Upgrade number two is this. Get upgraded from lack of wisdom to full of wisdom. Woo-wee. Man. Now, I don't know about you, but we got to have some wisdom. <laughs> okay? And uh, we some of us need some more wisdom than others. <laughs> okay, anyways, I ain't going to talk about that there. Okay? You know? Think about the Holy Ghost. Uh, Someone says, well, you know, Sister So-and-So went over to that Spirit-filled church. And uh, those tongue-talking people were over there. And and, uh, something happened to her. And she started doing all that stuff. And now she's just weird. (laughs) Let me just tell you something. Sister so-and-so was weird before she got the Holy Ghost, okay? (laughs) All right? But the Holy Ghost ain't weird, all right? The Holy Ghost ain't weird, okay? People, listen to me, people make the Holy Ghost weird. The Holy Ghost ain't weird. The Holy Ghost should never freak you out. Should never freak you out. People freak you out. (laughs) But the Holy Ghost don't freak you out, okay? Now, I have seen some real, true demonstrations of the Spirit of God. Okay? Now, I've seen some real good stuff. But I've also seen some phony stuff. Yeesh. I've seen some crazy-looking stuff, all right, where you know for dang sure that wasn't the Holy Ghost. That was something weird, okay? Well, probably a demonic influence, mockery spirit, you know, whatever, you know, all those different kind of things, right? But the, but the Holy Spirit isn't weird. And one of the upgrades that we receive is we go from almost knowing just about nothing to, have, to being full of wisdom. The Holy Spirit gives us the wisdom that we need. The Holy Spirit provides to us wisdom beyond our years. Wow. Okay. And this is powerful. Because when you operate in the fullness of the Holy Spirit, there is a supernatural wisdom and insight that comes along with it. Before we were baptized in the Spirit, we only could go a certain distance, a certain level when it comes to the knowledge and the wisdom of the things of God. But when we received the Holy Ghost, then all of a sudden, the Bible says, all wisdom was made available to us. Hmm. Okay? So, this is important for us, because you need to know the things of God, period. Now, are you going to know all of the things of God? No. He doesn't make that available to us, and that's okay. We don't need to know all of it right now. But we go learning from one thing to the next to the next to the next. Do you know that we should constantly be learning about the things of God? There ain't nobody in this room or nobody on the face of this earth that has reached the pinnacle of the knowledge and wisdom that you can obtain of God. We are constantly growing in this thing, okay? I I don't know any more than you do, okay? We're we're all all going in this direction of obtaining more wisdom in the things of God, amen? Now, I want you to look with me uh, to Luke chapter 12. Well, Luke is just a, a chapter or a, a, a book before John, okay? So you shouldn't have to turn very far. Luke chapter 12. It's not going to be on the screen, so listen, or if you just want to write it down as a reference for later. Luke chapter 12, verses 11 through 12. Luke chapter 12, verses 11 through 12. It says, Whenever they bring you before synagogues and rulers and authorities, don't worry about how you should defend yourselves, Or what you should say. Look at verse 12. For the Holy Spirit will teach you. Everybody say teach you. At that very hour what must be said. Okay? So go do life. Do all the stuff that you want to do. And you'll only go so far. You'll get into a situation. And you'll need to have some wisdom. And you won't have the wisdom. But the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will teach you exactly what you need to know and exactly what you need to say. That right there is a check mark for me that says, you know what? I need to have the Holy Ghost. Because I need to have the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Amen? I need to have the wisdom that he provides to me. Amen. How many of you are grateful that he would give you the wisdom and the words that you need at any time? Yeah. Woo! Amen. We don't have to uh, depend on our own wisdom, but we have supernatural wisdom. Yes. Woo, wee. Okay, you can be the you can be as about as dumb as a as a box of rocks but be baptized in the Holy Ghost and have all the wisdom you need. I know that's funny, but it's true. Okay? It's true. All right? Now, I was just, now I'm talking about Austin, not talking about you. Okay? I was just the chubby, always getting kicked out of classrooms, Spraying graffiti on things, up to no good all the time. Kid who always struggled through school. Now that was me. Now if Uncle Rick and Meemaw were here this morning, they would remember the day (laughs) that I decided to mark up a school in his neighborhood in elementary. I didn't even make it to middle school yet. Well, my family's probably got plenty of stories I could tell you that. But I was always up to no good, and I had about as much wisdom and knowledge as a a bird. Okay, I don't know. Well, but now I can say, look at me now. Okay, I can say I, I can say that. Look at me now with confidence. Okay. Not to brag or to boast, but I can say, I have come a long way. Okay? I have come a long way. You say, oh, whatever. I don't believe any of that stuff. You know, da-da-da. Yeah, right. If you only knew. If you only knew. Okay? But you're looking now at a man who has a secret weapon. I got a secret weapon. Right? And I didn't always have this secret weapon. All right, but with without the Holy Spirit, I am the most unqualified person in the room. I can promise you that. Without the Holy Ghost, all right, but the Holy Ghost makes up the difference. Hallelujah! Woo! The Holy Ghost makes me better than I am. Come on. The Holy Spirit makes you a whole lot better than you are. The Holy Spirit makes you a whole lot wiser than what you really are, okay? And the Holy Spirit helps you. The Holy Spirit has taken care of a lot of y'all's behavior issues. Hello. I, I, yes, I'm talking about myself as well. But, but the Holy Spirit provides that upgrade to us. Listen, I am not a builder. I don't have no knowledge on, on what to build or whatever it may be, but look what the Lord has built. Come on now. Uh, I'm not smart by any means, but I have the Holy Spirit inside of me that gives me wisdom beyond my years. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know about a lick of nothing, but because of the Holy Ghost, I know something. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. But come on. I had an upgrade. And nobody, I can tell you this right now, nobody from elementary school to middle school to high school would have bet on me. I can promise you that, all right? But the Holy Ghost of God came and changed everything, everything. Now all of the people that counted me out and all the people that said I would never make it I would never do this. I would never do that. You're talking, you know, I'm talking about the one who was always in summer school because I couldn't make it through school. You know, you're talking about the one that was always in the principal's office because I couldn't get my act together. You're talking about the one that on the first day of school got kicked out of the classrooms. Come on, because I just didn't have it straight. You're talking about the one that just would go and start beating up on other kids because I just didn't know what else to do. You know, Listen, I got an upgrade, and everything changed, okay? Everything changed. Everything about me changed. And all of the ones that you could probably look at, maybe my principal, you know, whatever, say, that guy will never make it very far, right? Okay? Well, listen, now I could say, well, I got you. <laughs> Proved you wrong. Why? Because of the Holy Ghost, Okay? The Holy Ghost. And and there have been times where I didn't have the answers. I didn't have the knowledge. But I stepped out in faith. Hallelujah. And, And let the Holy Spirit take charge. And everything worked perfectly according to His will. Now, what probably a lot of people forgot... Or didn't know about me. Was that day? Back on what we used to call the church on the hill. Okay? It's back in our old church days, but way back in the first building in Wataga. And I will never forget, I was probably around Gabriel's age, maybe Gia's age, I don't know. And right on the right side of the sanctuary. Towards the very back, there was a, well anyways, there was a a Holy Ghost service that was happening, let me tell you. And people were getting baptized in the Spirit. And they brought the children's ministry in. And so I came in and we were walking down, we were walking down the side right aisle into that auditorium. And I don't even know who it was. I couldn't recall or remember to this day. Um, because I got knocked out, let me tell you. Uh, but some people came up to me right there in that aisle, laid their hands on me, and I went out like a like a light. I mean, I just, boom, I was out, okay? On the ground, got filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, okay? Now, did I live and operate accordingly? No, I did not. But Man forgot what God put inside of me. Because when the Holy Spirit gets all up inside of you, come on, something's going to change. Something's going to change. Amen. And I will never forget that day. Amen? So so watch this. When the Holy Spirit is at work in you, you're no longer underqualified. You're now overqualified. Praise God. You're no longer underqualified in any area of your life, but you are overqualified. Hallelujah. Somebody shout amen. amen. So the three upgrades. Number one is this. You get upgraded from with you to now inside of you. All right. Number two, you get upgraded from a lack of wisdom to full of wisdom. Praise the Lord. And number three is this. My favorite part of this morning. Number three is this. You get upgraded from praying in a known tongue to praying in an unknown tongue. Woo-hoo. I'm going to give you a second to write that down. Ha. How many of y'all know what's about to happen in this place? Okay, I guess not. God's about to do something. The Holy Spirit's about to move. But we're get we get upgraded from speaking in whatever known tongue, English, Spanish, whatever to an unknown tongue, to a language that nobody can understand, not even the devil. The devil can't understand when you pray in the Spirit. Which is a great thing. Because everything we pray to God, he comes in and he tries to do something the opposite. He tries to rob and take away that word. But when we pray in the Spirit, he has no idea what's coming out of your mouth. He has no idea what you are saying. So that's good, you know? It's like a top secret code that, that he'll never be able to figure out. But you can get right around him and maneuver around him and all of his schemes and tactics, and he'll never have a chance against you. Hallelujah. And one of the most incredible things that changes, transforms, upgrades altogether is what comes out of your mouth. See, when you pray in the Spirit, your faith increases. When you pray in the Spirit, your faith increases. Hallelujah. Not only that, but when you pray in the Spirit, the supernatural manifests. So when you begin to pray in the Spirit, your faith is increasing. Your faith is going up and up and up. Come on, you're going to that higher level. You're being upgraded when you're praying in the Spirit, right? And so your faith is increasing. And at the same time that when you're praying in the Spirit and your faith is increasing, the supernatural is being made manifest all around you and in you and through you. Hallelujah. Poshokoya Masa Eat at a Masokoya Massey Kiramaso Eat at a Maschanda Masoya Massey Koya Masha Kaya Masa Oy that a Masokoya Now, did you feel that? Did you see how all of a sudden everything changed? I didn't warn nobody. But even the kids, there was nothing coming from in there when I was praying in the spirit just now. See? Because when the the spirit took charge of the room immediately, boom. What else? There was peace that came. All of a sudden, everything changed. We're just speaking and praying in the Spirit for 15 seconds, and all of a sudden, the whole room shifted. Hallelujah. You see, something happens when you pray in the Spirit. Something happens when you pray in the Spirit. And I don't know about you, but there have been times... When there was warfare all around me, everything was coming against me at once. But when I began to pray in the Holy Ghost, suddenly, everybody say, suddenly, suddenly there is a peace that enters in and something shifts immediately. Why? That's an upgrade. That's an upgrade. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. One more scripture. Don't go there. Just write it down. Jude. Little old book of Jude. Right before Revelation. But Jude chapter 1 there is only one chapter jude chapter 1 verse 20 jude chapter 1 verse 20 it says this but you dear friends as you build yourself up in the most holy faith and pray in the spirit pray in the holy spirit It is as you pray in the spirit you're building yourself up you can't be the same anymore you can't think the same anymore you can't operate the same anymore you can't feel the same way anymore but all of a sudden everything begins to change when you pray in the holy spirit you build yourself up, and you encourage yourself. Not only that, but it takes your faith to the next level. Your faith is going higher and higher. You see, church, you need to worry less and start praying in the Spirit more. Worry less and pray in the Spirit more. Because there's a release that happens when the Spirit starts speaking through you. There's a release. Praise the Lord. During prayer this morning, when we were praying in here all together and it was powerful. It was strong. The Spirit of God was moving mightily. And uh, I say this not to discredit anybody in this room. This is all about the Lord. But as we were all praying in the Spirit, because I said, let's pray in the Spirit. As we all pray in the Spirit, I just happened to open my eyes and look over to Donna. And then I looked over to Kathy. And it was like out of both of them, it was like this gush of like a, like if you were to just undo a fire hydrant, you know? I mean, I'm telling like a a forceful water, you know? It was like that was just right out of them, right out of their belly. And I could see it. And that's the way it is when we pray in the Spirit it's an unstoppable force. And it just comes right out of us. And it's God. It's the Father flowing through us.